Well, I'm coming to you two days before Thanksgiving in the year 2019. Gosh, I love Thanksgiving. <laughs> I love everything about it. it. It seems to me to be one of the more meaningful holidays because it hasn't become commercialized the way, well, just about every other holiday has become commercialized. Okay, I'm talking about Christmas. <laughs> But Thanksgiving, in my mind, is still pure in that it's not about spending a lot of money to buy gifts for people. It's really about breaking bread together. And yes, it's a lot of work for the people who cook, and I know that. But it's really a time to sit down and feel grateful. And I don't know. I think there should be a whole album of Thanksgiving songs, and they should be played in rotation at the department stores starting in November and save the Christmas music for after Thanksgiving. So I'm not just a big talker here. I've written a couple of songs, and I wish other songwriters would, would jump right in with me and commemorate this kind of holiday. Um, here's my first Thanksgiving offering. I wrote it about my North Louisiana grandmother, Granny Chambers. As in my mind, it's 100% accurate, except she may not have had a plow. <laughs> but I needed to put that. So anyway, I'll introduce you to my Granny Chambers. She woke to the crow of the rooster every morning about four. Drank a hot cup of coffee, then time to get to them chores. Put on her calico apron and that straw hat she wore. Living on the farm, there was always work to be done. First she'd feed the animals and then she'd milk the cows. She'd hook that stubborn mule right on up to the plow. She was a tiny widow woman, and people wondered how. She found the strength to run the farm and carry on. As long as she was able, there was dinner on the table, family seated all around. Just waiting for the sound of Granny's prayer of thanksgiving. So grateful to be living out of harm on Granny's farm. Every night she'd pray that God would send the rain to grow the corn that fed the chickens that laid the eggs that fed her family every morn. She was a pillar of strength, but she never tooted her own horn. She thanked God for the strength to carry on. As long as she was able, there was dinner on the table, family seated all around. Just waiting for the sound of Granny's prayer of thanksgiving, so grateful to be living out of harm on Granny's farm. As a kid, I watched her twist her long gray hair into a bun and tuck it under her hat and work till 
All the work was done. When I'm quiet, I can still hear her. Give thanks to the one who gave her the strength to carry on. As long as she was able, there was dinner on the table, family seated all around. Just waiting for the sound of Granny's prayer of thanksgiving. So grateful to be living out of harm on Granny's farm. They were living out of harm on Granny's farm. They were living out of harm. Every single day was Thanksgiving on Granny's farm. You know, as I was singing that just now, I realized something. It was really about, it was about the gratitude that she felt for everything that God had given her. And that was celebrated three meals a day. And I dare say that she was a very prayerful and contemplative woman all day long. She was a role model for a lot of people, so... That was that song. I have this other one that I wrote. Of a different era, I guess, a different location. My husband was raised, let's see, in Baton Rouge on Jones Creek Road. He was born in 1951. And he would love to tell me stories about how his dad was a milkman, his mom was a homemaker. And the woman was amazing. She canned all the food that they grew in the garden that they weren't going to eat right away. She made their clothes. And I tell you what, their dad planted a garden. There were seven children, and each child had two rows of the garden that they were responsible for taking care of. If they didn't do what they were supposed to do, maybe they didn't have that particular crop come up right. So it was really a lesson in, in responsibility and in cooperation. And I wrote this song, I guess, to commemorate that memory of his. Mama holler, time for supper, better hurry yourself up. Mama holler, time for supper, better hurry yourself up, up, up. Wipe your feet, don't slam the door, go get washed up. Sit quiet at your place and bow your head. Sit quiet at your place and bow your head. Nobody eats till we give thanks for this bread. Got supper on the table, better not be shy. Got supper on the table, better not be shy. 
Round here if you snooze you lose our supper time Have some field peas and rice and a hunk of that good cornbread Have some field peas and rice and a hunk of that good cornbread Better be hungry round here you're gonna get fed Daddy caught a mess of brim, Mama cooked him up deep fried. Daddy caught a mess of brim, Mama cooked him up deep fried. Eat all you want, but save room for apple pie. Got supper on the table, better not be shy. Got supper on the table, better not be shy. Round here if you snooze, you lose our supper time. So grateful for our garden and that old fishing hole. So grateful for the garden and that old fishing hole. And for supper time with family, young and old. Got supper on the table, better not be shy. Got supper on the table, better not be shy. Round here if you snooze, you lose our supper time. Said round here if you snooze, you lose. At supper time. So that song was called Supper Time. It was about my husband's family on Jones Creek Road when he was growing up in the 1950s. Well, in truth, I am excited for Thanksgiving this year. I, I, feel really, I feel really grateful for a lot of the new opportunities that I've had and, and maybe for permission that I gave myself to, to live a more grateful life. And I want to be just like Granny Chambers and have every day be Thanksgiving in my home and in my life. And wow, if that could spread to the world, would that be amazing? So anyway, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Um, it's, been, it's been wonderful to spend time with you. <laughs>